Alright, welcome to Attack on Final Fantasy, um, the podcast where I, Pete, try to complete every single Final Fantasy game using the attack only command. Uh, we're going to start at the very top with Final Fantasy 1. Alright, got a bit of a rundown of release dates here. For Japan, it was 18th of December 1987. For North America, it was July the 12th, 1990. These were both on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The EU would not get it until March 14th, 2003. And that was on the PlayStation. I do believe it was um, coupled with Final Fantasy 2 as well as a as a double disc game. Um, they actually wanted to call it Fighting Fantasy, but there was a trademark issue. And I think it's because Steve Jackson wrote those adventure, choose your own adventure books um, that were called Fighting Fantasy. I've actually got a couple. Maybe I could do a podcast on that. Yeah, I'll keep that in the back. All right. Oh, here we go. Part 1, Final Fantasy 1. Um, I'm actually playing a ROM of the Game Boy Advance version, which I do own, um, simply because I want to be using the fast-forward function of a ROM and an emulator to basically breeze through battles. I don't want to be spending 40 hours on these games trying to grind up so I can beat things, basically. Alright, so um, a couple of other rules that I didn't mention um, at the top. Um, basically, I can use attack only in the battles, but anything out of battles, if I wanted to use potions, or if I wanted to use a tent or something, I can. Um, that is probably where most my gear is going to go to, to be honest. Um, I've actually got no worries about beating this of attack only because people have done ridiculous things with this game like they beat it with four white mages and that is just crazy so what i've done is i've gone with uh, a party of four monks um basically at the start of the game you can choose either uh warriors monks white mage red mage black mage and thief um i went with monks because they actually outpower the warriors later on about um, halfway through the game, you meet Bahama and he um, upgrades your classes. So, like, the warrior will become a knight, the white mage will become a white wizard, uh, the black mage becomes black wizard, the um, the red mage, red wizard. Um, the monks become black belts, I think, and the thieves, um, I think they become ninjas? I'm not 100% on that, though, because I don't really play with thief in this game. It's just a pointless class. So what I've uh, done here is I've started up, I started up outside of the town, everything's um, going to poo, and uh, we're the four warriors alike basically, come to save the world. I don't really know where we came from, we must have been in the world somewhere, but anyway, we've rocked up, uh, we've got a prophecy to fulfil, so we're off to do that. Uh, I let the game auto-name my guys, so I've got Cena, Waltz, Duncan and Mordin. Um, yeah, like I say, I'm level 3 now, and for some reason the monks start with staffs. I don't really understand that, but um, I'm just heading into town now to buy some new equipment and carry on with the story. So in town, I picked up nunchucks for everyone and leather armor for everyone, um, but I got stuck in the town. Like uh, When you enter the first town, you get trapped by um, guards. So you've got a carrying story, it forces you to, but it's no biggie. No biggie, I can still uh, train. I do plan to get up to level 10 before even hitting the first 
mini dungeon. It's not really a dungeon. It's very, very small. So we've uh, been taken to see the king. He's asked to see our crystals. Um, and now we've got to go and rescue his daughter Sarah from um, Garland, who was once a knight in, in the king's service. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be too difficult, really. It'd be funny if I died now, though. So I've got to level 5, and um, I found that the EXP gain is slowing right down, so I'm going to try to head a little bit north. I'm a little bit nervous, because I know there's these um, horse creatures up there that are called Nightmares, and they could just wipe me out completely, but I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. So as I made my way north, I noticed this little cave to the side, um, and I thought to myself, I can't remember that being there, but it is. It's uh, it's the Earth, Earth Shrine Cave. It's something that they added um, on these later versions when they remade them. Uh, basically, it's, it's where you can fight um, bosses. There's four of them. Uh, each represents one of the crystals, and you can fight bosses from sort of Final Fantasy three. I think Final Fantasy four as well. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. Good fun, but. Yeah, I'll probably skip out on them, to be honest. I um, also read that when I get to level 8, I should barehand my monks because they do damage double their level. So their best weapon, which is the Iron Nunchuck, um, does 16 damage. And at level 8, I'll be doing 16 damage. So, yeah, I won't have to spend any money on weapons after this little trudge of of XP grinding which is pretty good, pretty good, more money for potions which I'm sure I'll need later on not looking forward to some of these dungeons but I'll get through I'll get through okay I just got to level 7 um, doing 4 hits per person a turn which is pretty good, I have actually unequipped their weapons now because they're doing a lot more damage than they were with the weapons equipped so that's pretty good. Um, I've decided that I'm going to head into the uh, shrine here uh, and have a look around. Um, it's, it's a really simple layout. Um, there's nothing too too awful in here to take on. Uh, I think I get a potion level cap from one of these chests. Yeah, I've just got the level cap now, so I'll equip that to my first person. Um, another thing this game does is it, it if you're... Like, like your your people are on the right hand of the screen, and um, they're in a row. So if your person at the top is meant to be your tank because they get hit a lot more. So what I started doing is to save on potions. I've started to rotate my characters out and um, put someone with most health at the top, so they'll get hit more. The person with lowest health at the bottom. And just do it like that because it will save on potions. It means that if I get into a situation, I can run back to the town, rest at the inn, stock up on things again, and then venture back out. Um, yeah, but so far, no worries. Like I did do a save before coming in here, but nothing, nothing really has gone wrong. Um, touch wood. It will be like this for the rest of the game. Right, I'm about to head into the boss room and face Garland. 
the king will have no choice but to exchange Kingdom for his daughter's life. Well, I don't know about that, mate. Like, we're the warriors of light. Don't know if you've ever heard of us. Oh, he's called us the king's lapdogs. That's not cool. Alright, boys, let's punch him. I wonder how many rounds this is going to take. Alright, one round, four hits, and he was down. I don't know why I grinded so much. But it'll come in handy later, I suppose. So um, after that, we uh, get teleported back to the castle, where the king thanks us for saving Sarah. Um, before we leave, Sarah gives us her loot. So that's pretty nice. Uh, the king says that he's going to rebuild the bridge um, that is currently blocking off the northern continent from us. Um, so we're going to head that way and take a visit to Matoya. As I'm sort of um, going through the game and sort of uh, recording my thoughts as as it happens in game, um, I've come to the realization that um, you're probably going to enjoy this podcast a lot more if you've played the game or know a fair bit about the game, um, because I do tend to skip over story quite a lot. Sort of, um, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of of who Garland is or or who the king is or who Sarah is like none of that's gonna happen um I'm very much just doing it for the hit things till they're dead complete it move on I've just had to um heal myself with some potions and I like the way that in this version they've got a fixed heal amount in the very original NES version they didn't it was um I don't know what it was based on but it was very random um but this a potion cures 50 HP so that's always good to know um but I did complete the NES version on a emulator must have been sort of 20 years ago now um yeah, it was good fun. Uh, the max level was only level 50, so it wasn't as much grinding, but uh, half the spells didn't work properly, um, but I do tend to just play these games with brute force. Like, I don't really dabble too much in magic. Um, it's, it's really just there. Like, if I know that an enemy's going to come up with a magical weakness, I can exploit that weakness, but otherwise I do literally hit things and that's it so we um check in on Matoya in her cave and um there are these brooms that uh are, are sweeping up I suppose um and they speak backwards what they say is select a bee which is how you get your world map up in this game um I currently can't do that because select a bee I tried it and it reset the game for me, so I've got to configure that later on. Um, but I know pretty much where I'm going right now, so there's no no worries. Uh, Matoya's actually lost her eyes, so we're going to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Okay, so we get to the next town, Provoker. I brought um, everyone a leather glove, and I've headed to the inn to rest up because I've got to battle some pirates. Currently my levels are 9 across the board 
no one died and it it always annoyed me that everybody in this game gains the same XP and if someone dies I've got to reload the save because I can't my mind just can't deal with somebody being a level behind uh, if that makes any sense um so I've just rested at the end. I'm now going to go and pick up some items with the leftover money, whip outside, do a save, and then come back in and fight these pirates. So um, this is Bicky the pirate. He tells me that I've got cannonballs of steel, which is nice of him. And uh, they attack. So um, there's nine of them. Just going to skip through here. They're all getting their goes first, which is a bit of a nightmare, but we should be okay. One's dead. Two down. I'm doing sort of 120 damage, 130 damage. It's not bad. Not bad for this stage of the game when, yeah, for the level I'm at. Um, last one now. And he's down. Uh, yeah. Not hard at all. Oh, everyone leveled as well, so that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, good going. Um, yep. And now this captain, for some reason, he gives us his ship. I've got a feeling we've just bullied him into that. I'm not hundred percent sure, but maybe he was just an innocent pirate, just stood there waiting for the pub to open or something. I don't know. But we got a ship off him, so we can now head south through the waters and um, visit the Elf Kingdom. Right, so I get to um, Elfheim, and uh, I only got into two battles on my way here. One was with a shark in the water, and then another was with a spider who managed to poison one of my guys. So I've got to make sure that I stock up on a couple of antidotes before moving on. Alright, so that's what I'm going to call um, episode 1. Um, yeah, sorry it's a bit like um, like Weetabix farting milk. Uh, I will try to get better at editing things down and sort of making things a bit cleaner, a little bit smoother, um, more friendly for your beautiful, beautiful ears. Um, but if you do want to get in contact with me in the meantime, um, it's at selectattack on Twitter. Um, I've yet to set up an email or anything else really. Um, just just testing the waters, getting off the ground, you know, you know what it's like. Um, a couple of shout outs to some podcasts that sort of inspired me to try this. Um, the first one is just sort of casual. They do um, sort of Final Fantasy fourteen lore. Uh, one of them is playing through it currently and uh, the other host has actually completed it up until this expansion. So, yeah, he he sort of explains lore to the other host. It's really good. It's really, really good. Definitely worth a listen. Um, another one, Daniel K. Let's Play, who I think I probably really relate to his earlier episodes when he was doing the Katamari. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I definitely got that sort of feel in this this podcast. Um, another one, no cap podcast. Yeah, no one can know about this. Um, they do playthroughs of Final Fantasies as well. I think the most recent one was Final Fantasy VIII, which is pretty good. Um, and also a podcast that I discovered recently. Remember the game. 
Um, he's a Canadian chap, and yeah, he's pretty good. He does a lot of um, sort of retro callbacks, and it, it, listen to him just gives me the itch to play some old, old games. All right, well, stay safe out there, guys, um, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.